What's up, everybody? It's Carson from the Bench Warmers and Water Boys podcast. We got Thatch, Daniel, Yo. John, and Chuck. This is like the first time in what, like fifteen hundred oh episodes God. that we've all been together again. It's been like eight weeks. Yeah, Carly like keeps on having technical difficulties. That or being uh, there, Thatch. Carson oh, forces us to be That's here. a big one. Yeah, yeah. Charlie can't find a mute button. Y'all are in my in my prison. This is captivity. Welcome to true. Uh, your Feels sentence. like it. Huh, I'm glad. I'm glad we're all hating this so much. <laughs> Hey, this, this is probably our last episode. <laughs> yeah, we've actually we've actually not We're been friends for the last two and a half weeks, so <laughs> this is the only time we talk to each other. Big big news. Big yeah. Breaking breaking news. We hate each other. Wait. <laughs> Imagine not Carson being aware said, of that one. John said that Charlie said that Thatch's this just in. The four of them are starting their own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Waterboys right. and benchformers. So thanks for joining us this week. week. Daniel, <laughs> follow us on Twitter. All right, so uh, we got some news that we're going to jump into, and then we're going to talk about the NBA Finals. I think they're playing their first game like right now, right? I yeah, believe it's, like, it's going it's on. Happening. Yeah, so we'll talk I mean, about it's that. 830. They should be starting somewhat soon. We will review uh, our week three it's, picks and whatnot. Oh, we'll talk about Thursday quarter. night football, expectations, mm. starts and sits, and then we're going to have a fun little draft. Um, so let's dive into it. Not Thank God, not as many uh, injuries as last week, but still more than we want. Chris Carson had an MCL sprain running back oh. for the Seattle Seahawks. He's he's practicing, so there's actually a chance he might play this week. Do you all expect him to play? I say no. no I kind of hope he doesn't. Because I have him uh, in fantasy, have and I have his backup. And so yeah, I don't want to, so like, start him backs. and then him get hurt again or he doesn't play all game. So you yeah. would rather him sit so that way Carlos Hyde just gets everything? Yeah. That's fair. I think they that's have because I have him again. I mean, it's not like they're really hurting that running back. I know they're 3-0. and There's no reason to risk. Don't risk Chris it. Chris Carson's a big part of that offense, and I need that run game. How many, how many rushing touchdowns do you think the running backs have this year so far? I think they only have zero. Oh. Rushing touchdowns or touchdowns? Rushing touchdowns, by the That's way. That's because Russell Wilson's taking them and off. And I think, I think the only <laughs> yeah, rushing touchdown they have, I don't even know if Russell did it, but there's one rushing touchdown, and I think it was by Russell. I so, think he has one, yeah. So this, is like the re- this is like the reverse of, like, I think it's either the 2014 or 2015 Kansas City Chiefs. Do y'all remember yeah, that year when everything. their wide receivers through 16 games had zero receiving touchdowns? Yeah, I remember that. That's mm-hmm. crazy. Wow. That was Alex Smith, Travis Kelsey, once upon a time, but – that's kind of what the Seattle Seahawks Mahomes. look like right now. Uh, but they're letting Russ cook. So, But, yeah, I, I think he's probably going to sit this week and he'll play next week. MCL sprain, is, mm. it doesn't seem like it's that bad. So, uh, Dallas Goddard, uh, they originally thought it was just like an ankle sprain, but he, he's been placed on IR. Actually, not yet. They're we're waiting for an MRI, but he has a fracture. He's going on IR. There's no so way he's, he's not going yeah, on I mean, this is probably a minimum. I heard, though, it's better to fracture it than to sprain it. I, I think I agree. Bone problems are worse than like tendons uh, and muscle because uh, really? like, like my ankle injury that I had once upon a time, I'm still dealing with that because that was a sprain. Whereas a broken finger, when I broke my finger, you know, 10 years right. ago, I don't have any problems with that anymore. It yeah. Had, like, inches, inches. yeah. Yeah. You said it when you snapped you my ankle. Broke, you said bones are worse. You mixed it up, but we got what you meant. Oh yeah. yeah sorry. It. Sorry. Bones are, are better. I mean, Thatch's leg is recovering perfectly fine. And you snapped that. Yeah. I, mean, I did snap kind of that in half. Like when you get a sprained ankle, you don't get hardware put in. So I mean, Obviously, it's going to come. You don't slowly turn into a whenever you just sprain something. So I wish that the screws that they put into your uh, to your leg thatcher I could have like signed or something. I wish we would have gotten a big magnet and never tested that. I'm kind of sad that we never tested. Just have a magnet sticking. Tattoo on my sign. Sign a tattoo on my on my ankle. 
Yeah. They probably should. That'd be kind yeah, of they should put it on the outside of his skin so he can just unscrew it and screw yeah. it. Whenever. <laughs> <laughs> well, long story so short, uh, the, I oh. don't want to play football for the Philadelphia Eagles right now. They're cursed. Never. Um, Never this again. is the Zach Ertz Never show. Never trust an Eagle. Zach Ertz is going to have 50 targets in the next game if Carson Wentz can make it through the actual Carson game Wentz, alive. I think, is regressing. Dude, the greatest meme we saw, I think Charlie sent it to me, and it was the – Eagles O line, and they're saying when Carson Wentz drops back in the pocket, they say, "So you've chosen death." Greatest <laughs> <laughs> meme I've seen all oh, year, no. dude. Well, let's move on to Sean Jackson. He's also out for right now. He has a hammy injury. You can probably drop him. He hasn't really been producing. Yeah, anyway. what team does he play for? Philadelphia Eagles, supposedly. Yeah, Carson was so. hype on him this year. I was. I, I thought he was a great dart throw with one of your last picks, but well, he also thought that about Brock. I didn't see my but... previous question. Oh, no, <laughs> okay, Jordan Reed uh, out six to eight weeks. Pretty frat, if you ask me. He's but... always hurt, dude. Yeah, yeah he's just that's just who he is. Cut him. Uh, plus, if if Kittle's healthy, then Reed is irrelevant anyway, and yeah, he's bad. So matter. Deontay Johnson has a concussion, but good news for him. And we'll hint. At, we'll talk about this later, but it looks like the Steelers game might be postponed. And so yeah, he actually Monday. might make it in time. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was always a question. So Concussion protocol. Um, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see what that looks like. But he's in concussion protocol. So I'd be probably, you're fine. Shouldn't be an issue. Tariq Cohen so out I'd, for the year, torn ACL. That um, sucks. That's he was probably bad. not relevant anyway to begin with. So um, Not fantasy-wise. He's relevant for the team. but Yeah, for the team. He's a, he's a, like, he's a good third down back, but not fantasy-wise. No. Uh, Chris Godwin, this is the last injury. Uh, another hamstring injury. I think this one is a lot worse. So I think that um, he's. This is the same yeah. injury that pulled him out of the year last year, uh, and so I think that he's going to be out for a decent amount of time. I think we're looking at maybe two, three, four plus weeks. They need to um, rest. Him. There's a chance they put him on a short-term IR for the three-week period and just force him to rest. So, um, but Scotty Miller looks like he's a decent receiver, and then Tyler Johnson, a rookie that they drafted in like the fifth round, looks like he might be okay. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, and Mike and Evans. They still have Mike Evans. So like, yeah. yeah, Mike Evans came back fine. really well last week. Yeah, the weird thing about Mike Evans is I think he's on pace for like 500 receiving yards, but like 27 touchdowns. Yeah, so. it's, it's, it doesn't even make sense. Right? He's like four oh. touchdowns, but like, yeah, he last oh, game he had two yards. They were all from one. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you can, you can probably – well, you, clearly you can't cut Chris Godwin, but if you have an IR spot, IR, IR spot throw him in there because he might be there for a while and go look for – somebody else um all right i threw in one or i threw in a couple of things that i wanted to talk about which coach do y'all think gets fired first this season i think the Ooh. main four coaches Ooh. are going to be uh, adam gase dan quinn bill o'brien and matt patricia daniel i want you to weigh in first on on matt patricia since you're the local lions fan what are your yep. feelings you know coming in to the end of last season i was still kind of okay keeping patricia around i a lot of the games when you look back at it were really close they didn't manage to finish those the way that this year is starting, Patricia's definitely got to be on the hot seat, and I don't know that he's worth keeping around. As somebody who's supposed to be kind of a defensive coach, the defense has been abysmal. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as the offense is concerned, I mean, there's just they're not being able to get anything going. And Kenny Galladay is just coming back. That should hopefully kind of be a spark for him. But, yeah, I think a couple more bad games and he's out of here. I think Matt Patricia, depending on – because he's the only coach with at least one win so far this year. Um, and so I don't think he's necessarily in the hot seat quite yet. If, I mean, if they start one and six, one and seven, then yeah, he's probably gone. But I mean, if he goes, I mean, one and two is not bad. One and two is not like panic. We got to fire him. But I mean, Bill O'Brien's on three. They don't look like they have any hope. Yeah. And Quinn, the Falcons Dan just keep Quinn's choking. Quinn's so many leads. 
they just keep blowing leads. And they, Gase, and Gase, is Gase is just, so. I don't even know why he's even there. Like, does his dad own the team or something? I don't even know. I was know reading something there. that Gase is actually legitimately in the hot seat, though. So, like, people are yes. coming out on top. It's yeah. rumored that he is not just for, like, kicks and gigs. It's not just reporters this time. It's actually people up top looking at him. Yeah. Saying, I think Gase will be the first one to go. I think I Gase agree. is the first to go. Dan Quinn, um, I mean, he's done in the past. He brought them to the Super Bowl. He was on the hot seat time. last year, though, too. So, and he was Ooh. able to. Dan Quinn. Quinn. Yeah, but I mean, they finished really good. And then, but, I mean, they they'll pull it out. There's no way they keep blowing leads. And the Texans, Bill O'Brien, I feel like has been on the Bill hot seat for like the last six years. Team, but so. I mean, yeah. somehow they don't fire him. But I mean, if he this starts zero and eight, he has to be gone. If they don't I, win a game by eight games this season, I mean, I don't know how you keep. Yeah, them. I exactly. think Patricia and Bill O'Brien are in similar situations. I think I, that when uh, the Texans miss the playoff, Bill O'Brien will be released. Uh, Matt Patricia, I just think that if they don't make some serious headway on their defense, he's going to be released regardless of the season finish, unless they get to like the NFC or the, yeah, the NFC championship, which is not going to happen. Uh, Adam Gase, he could be gone as soon as, um, I, I want to say Friday. Like two weeks. Honestly, he could be gone as soon as Friday. By the time you're listening to this podcast, um, uh, there's a chance that Adam Gase will be fired within 24 hours of listening mm-hmm. to this. And that's just because I've heard that they said that if he loses to the Broncos, which are being led by Brett Rippon, if you've ever heard of him. Um, he's quarterbacking the Broncos right now, and the Broncos are missing a ton of players too. So Von Miller, Cortland Sutton, um, like two quarterbacks. So um, if they lose to the Broncos, Adam Gates might be gone by Friday. So keep an eye out for that. Um, he just know what I do doing. Dan Quinn, I think, I think Dan Quinn, Bill O'Brien, and Matt Patricia will probably make it to the end of the season. Yeah, so. Dan Quinn. Well, I think Dan Quinn, if they start 0 8, there's no reason any of these guys have. I mean, the Lions already have a win, but if the Lions are the Texans or the Falcons, even 0 6, like, what's the point of even keeping yeah. them around? Yeah, so they've, I mean, they've been there years and they've seen, they just like, at that Nothing's point, it's just, like, Bill O'Brien got rid of D Hop, and yeah, clearly that's not paying out. So yeah. I want I, Eric Bianami to come be our head coach, the offensive coordinator from the Chiefs. You so, should get Doc Rivers from the I want him to be our coach. <laughs> Doc Rivers. All right, let's move on. Let's talk about uh, the COVID game changes. So that's going to be Steelers and Titans is being moved back to probably Monday. Small chance it could be Tuesday. So uh, there were like four or five Titan players that tested positive. So basically they're just going to allow them a couple extra days to see if it's like a false positive. Uh, I actually have things, some so. news on this because yeah, what's up? I'm a Vikings fan and the Titans just played the Vikings. Yeah, the Vikings um, and I listened to a Vikings podcast and he was talking about how the Vikings, the players on the offensive line could actually file a lawsuit or should file a lawsuit against mm-hmm. the defensive tackle for the Titans because he went into the game knowing he was exposed to COVID and is at high risk of having it. How did they And then right that? after the game, he tested positive. Um, and so it wasn't even the Vikings – Vikings didn't have any COVID all week. It was the Titans who brought it into Minneapolis and right. they were shut down. And so he said the Vikings front office could file a lawsuit against the Titans because they willingly played the game, even though they knew some of their players have been exposed. Um, they didn't test positive before the game, but after the game they did, and they knew that they were at a risk of testing positive. And they continued, they played the guys, um, and especially the one – he mentioned the defensive tackle apparently knew – that he was exposed. But how do they know that he knew? There, I don't know. I didn't, I just listened to the, okay. I was, I mean, if that he's work? And that's he all I got to. Um, so take it with a grain of salt. I didn't get to finish it, but he was, I mean, yeah. if you're going to tell some, tell him to file a lawsuit, I guess there's some pretty hard evidence. Yeah. 
Um, but I think the Vikings are fine because they tested negative as far as I mean, I we haven't had any new ones, but I mean, yeah. Mm. Are y'all still yep. shut down? As of shut down until Thursday. They had Thursday? Like okay. Remote I couldn't practice. remember which like, day How are they doing remote practice? Yeah, um, the quarterback throws it into a field, <laughs> and then the receiver has a jug machine. Just yeah, lob it up to them. <laughs> I will say one piece of news that I do want to bring up regarding the, uh, the Vikings versus Texans game is the Texans were planning on bringing in Earl Thomas for a visit and a workout. That had mm-hmm. to be postponed because of some uh, COVID scares with this whole situation. So um, there's a chance that – COVID scares? I heard that he was that going to the Texans. It was, no, it was because of COVID. Off. It was COVID related. Oh, it was COVID? Oh, okay, was COVID then I read related. a different one. The one that I said, just that they backed out. But that was also right. before COVID. Last thing that I want to talk about before we get into the NBA Finals and then the NFL Week 3 review on how we did last week on our predictions. I want to briefly talk about the Chiefs versus Ravens takeaways, the Monday oh, night goodness. game, Lamar versus Patrick. I have a lot to say um specifically about a certain it. quarterback but i want to wait until y'all talk about what if y'all have any no we already know what carson's gonna say what you have so to i, I kind of want to set the table we know that lamar had a bad game that does not mean he's a bad quarterback in any way um i don't think you give him i think you just bashed on him because it's the unpopular thing to do um and you bring up all these stats but at the end of the day the dude is still in his only in his third year has always been a run first quarterback, still kind of learning how to play in the pocket. Yeah, he didn't throw for over 100 yards, but the Chiefs are really freaking good. Like yeah. their defense has improved a ton. It's hard to try to go out there and match Patrick Mahomes touchdown for touchdown. Um, I just think he got in his head and had a lot of pressure on him on the big stage Monday night, going against the guy. It's kind of like Brady, the new Brady versus Manning. Um, and so, yeah, Lamar had a bad game. Everyone has a bad game. Okay, but so I don't think I, it means he's a bad quarterback. I think that all of that is true, um, but one thing that I think cancels the majority of that out is: uh, Can you answer the question? Who was the league MVP last year? Lamar. Lamar right Jackson so. is a league MVP, and it wasn't like five years ago. It was this most recent year. He is the reigning most valuable player in the NFL, and he couldn't even throw 100 yards against the Chiefs. Agreed. The Chiefs and, but are not I the 85 will also Bears. Say, after being a league MVP, no one knew how to play against Lamar last year. Yeah, that's fair. That's and totally now they've fair. had a year in the offseason to look at Lamar. Most teams are mm-hmm. looking at how to stop him, especially when you see Baltimore Ravens on your schedule. And I think teams are figuring out how to stop him and contain him in the pocket. No one knew how to contain him last year. And yeah, you can't contain him every time, but I think teams are doing a lot better job making you beat him with his arm. Um, and right now, he just had a bad game. I think that he can, but I don't think he's like Breeze. I think he needs no, to be not. able to – he couldn't really extend the play. He was getting sacked. He couldn't roll out and give his receivers time. So His passing will his, – his talent in passing will never eclipse his talent in rushing. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that while, while I personally believe that's a problem, uh, at least for longevity of career, uh, because his speed will eventually fall off and he will have to rely more on his arm than his legs. But for right now, it's not very important because he's able to create space and create opportunities for no. receivers to get open and compensate for his poor accuracy. Um, or at, yeah, at his, his poor throwing ability. My, my, just the one thing I want to talk about is if you're a league MVP, you have to be able to throw 100 yards. You have to be able to keep your, your team in a game. He is 0-5 when losing uh, by more than 10 points at any point in the season. And so he's one of the biggest factors in a MVP quarterback, or at least one of the best quarterbacks in the league, is you need to be able to will your team to a victory uh, Matthew Stafford has a ton of comeback victories. Now he's had a much, much longer career, but Lamar has had several opportunities and he's failed on every single one of them. 
So he really needs to step up his game. He really, I mean, and you have to be able to pass the ball. Now they're undefeated um, when he's leading by 10 points or more, but that's because they can run out the clock and he can utilize his strengths in running the football. <laughs> One and that's thing the though is look at what he has to throw to. Yeah. yeah. Hollywood Brown. So they load up on Hollywood Brown. He's got a really aged Willie Sneed. Look at what the Chiefs have on offense. I think so. Pat Mahomes, two years ago. I'm not, I don't, I don't want to compare their throwing ability. Everybody knows that Pat Mahomes. I know. I'm not, I'm not even throwing, throwing about the weapons throwing he has ability. to throw to. His I'm best receiver is a tight end. I'm, yeah. I'm comparing their weapons that he's throwing to. You want him to throw for 100 yards to who? Yeah, who's but, in deeper crap if they lose – if one of those guys go down? Like, he's going to throw to himself. He has, he has a better – here's the problem. This is why y'all think that he doesn't have a very good receiving core because he doesn't throw the ball very often to anybody because he runs it. Hollywood Brown, yes, he's a young player, but he is very good. Okay, yeah, Mark and Andrews. Besides him. Mark, Mark Andrews is one of the best and brightest up-and-coming tight ends in the league. He's still uh, just a tight end. Yeah. Miles Boykin was a very, very high draft pick. He is a very good wide receiver. Look at his college production. He is a very good wide receiver. Yeah, this is the college NFL. is not NFL. A lot of people are good. Laquan Treadwell was the a very good I'm, college football player. The point I'm, that's a good point. But the point I'm trying to make is that the reason people don't think he has a good supporting cast is because he doesn't utilize them and actually shine the spotlight on no, them. I think people think Mark Andrews and Hollywood Brown are a bright spot. Because those are the only two people he normally throws to. Because those are the only people that's who are it. open. Right. That's not and true because he has really plenty young. of – he forced a lot of touchdowns to guys like Willie Sneed and Miles Boykin – or not Miles Boykin last year, but Willie Sneed. didn't Sneed. do anything with Miles Boykin. Miles Boykin did literally nothing last Willie year. Willie Sneed is, Lam- is a good receiver. Patrick Miles Mahomes Boykin is a good receiver. has Tyreek Hill, who's one of the best wide receivers in the league. Far, far none to – He's also got Andy Brown. Then he has Travis Kelsey, who is He's got right throwing the ball, Then he has too. Sammy Watkins. He has all these speed guys who are open all the time. And he has a passing offense. The Baltimore Ravens, they're a run-first team. They don't really have just drop back and pass. Sam Darnold had run-first. over 100 yards with Braxton Berrios. I don't want to hear any more arguments over I'm saying, yeah, not having no, a No, I'm saying that he should have thrown for over 100 yards. But I'm thinking – I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying you also have to look at the cast around him as well. I just want everybody to recognize that while Lamar is a very good quarterback because of the opportunities he's able to create because of his athleticism, I just want people to realize that it's possible to expose Lamar and beat him if you do what Bill or not Bill O'Brien, God no, what Bill Belichick does. <laughs> you just follow Bill O'Brien. Take away their bet. You have to make them beat you in the way that they are not proficient in. That's how they beat the Raiders. He's, they took away the run game. He destroyed. Derek Carr is not a very good quarterback. The point yeah, is, well, is that Lamar if you is, is if teams force Lamar to beat them through the air there is a low chance that that is actually going to happen. But now, it did it can, happen last year. It, it happened can. more times than it didn't last year. The point is, is that there are just some teams that, like you said, the Chiefs are a good defense. There are just some defenses that can't uh, force you to do one thing. Lamar is very good and he can create opportunities. You have to be able to contain him in a way that most teams can't do. Okay. The Texans Wait, so would you, not be able to contain this him. This is the thing. But when Lamar has a good game and throws for a ton of yards, you know, we're going to come back and bring up the point like, he can throw the ball. I think you get way too set on he can't. You get throw really the ball. down on his down games. No, the point. No, no. Because the thing is, is I watch his games. He has game. way more good games than he does bad games. You get way too like. And you you would expect that from a quarterback in the NFL. No, I know, but I'm saying more often than not, ninety percent of the time he throws for over hundred yards and wins the game, and can beat you through the air. But his bad games, you act like he's Mitch Trubisky back there. Now I will say, in defense of him for last for this last game, is there were a ton of drops. Um, 
Mark Andrews alone probably had like over 75 yards worth of drops to himself. Um, but nonetheless, so he probably would have had 150 to maybe 200 yards if there were so no again, drops. Looking at a supporting cast, they're dropping the ball. That's Yes, but, but nonetheless, mm. it didn't happen. And he had plenty of opportunity to do it when he yeah. should have because he had, you know, he had, he was in comeback mode. All they were doing was throwing the football and he still couldn't do it. The point, uh, um, basically the point is that if you can force Lamar to throw the football, I think you have a pretty good chance of winning, but nonetheless, he's a very good quarterback. So um, we will see how the rest of the season goes and spoiler alert, it's going to be good for Lamar. He is just a good football player. So, um, okay, let's move on. Um, Y'all are the guys that love to talk about the NFL or the NBA the most. So tell us uh, what are your expectations for the NBA finals and uh, just kind of everything in general. I'm just five. So much. I love that the heat are in the NBA finals with just this ragtag group of guys. When your star player is Jimmy Butler, like I think that's awesome that you managed to pull an NBA finals appearance. They're probably going to uh, lose against the Lakers. They're the better team. Daniel, overall, what do you have but... them going to? Charlie said Lakers in five. Yeah. I mean, I think they could actually take it to six games. I think this Heat team on the defensive end is really, really strong. Heat's and so, up right now, 43-41. Yep. Yeah, and they've second. actually done a really good job of putting together leads in the, in the first half. And then that second half, they just grind. And they managed to squeak out a win. So I think they could take it to six games. But the beating LeBron and Anthony Davis right now is a tough job. Yeah. I mean, I, I have Lakers in five. That's what I said going into it. I'm not going to change that now, looking at the live score for first game. Um, I mean, it's LeBron. I will never bet against the LeBron team in the playoffs. So, that's yeah. – I love I love the Heat story. I love their team. I love Jimmy. But I'm never going to bet against the LeBron team. I don't think they have a person that can guard LeBron. Yeah. I have yeah. AD over Bam. So, that's – I mean, that's only two. And then you've got, I mean, you got Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson for shooters, and then you got Jimmy, but I don't know. What, what uh, percentage would you give the Heat of actually winning the finals? Uh, I mean, I'll give, I'll give a 20, 20% chance. Yeah, I think that there's a much better chance than people think. I think they actually match up really well against the Lakers. Now, like you said, there's not really anybody that can guard LeBron, but I think that Bam can actually match up pretty decently against AD. And as you can see, I mean, if the if the Heat are able to make their shots, if they're able to shoot at a very high percentage, especially on the arc and three point, then I think that they actually have a chance of competing, which is why I think they yeah. they they have the chance of winning at least one or two games. Um, but if LeBron just goes into Michael Jordan mode and takes over the game and they can't stop him, then it's going to be really hard for the the Heat to keep up. But I think that they have a better chance than people think. I think I, I think could give them as much as a thirty five percent chance. Are they have to thing. outshoot them on the three. I think the Absolutely. Heat can, technically. Like, I think I trust the Heat's role players more than I trust the Lakers. Like, Danny Green, like, what do you see all year long? It's just memes making fun of his shooting because, like, he just has not been a consistent option. Contavious mm-hmm. Caldwell Pope, kind of similar. Cal Kuzma, like, all of them can do well, but the, see, but they have in the playoffs have consistently been delivering. So, I if think the bench cannot Hero produce for the, for the Lakers, the Heat will win games. Yes the bench has to produce. It can't just be LeBron and AD. Yeah. But like you said, they have talented guys. Uh, so they've got Kuzma. I mean, Green, it, it'll be an incredible Russo. series. Yeah, and I love actually going to be really story. fun to watch. There's going to be, I mean, there's probably going to be at least one or two Laker blowouts, but the rest of them, I think are going to be a lot closer than people think. And so. you don't have home, you don't have home and away games, which I think yeah. could be, I mean, they've been playing the bubble, so it doesn't really matter at this point, mm-hmm. but I think it could be bigger or worse. I think it'd affect them a lot more because the Heat is younger and experienced, whereas the Lakers are older, more experienced, 
most of them are vets. I think they their home court advantage would have been a lot bigger. Yeah. So I think the Heat are thriving in the bowl because they have like Duncan Robinson, who's an experienced Tyler Hero, who's a rookie. Um, I think Bam is young, so I think the bubble is actually really helping them. Yeah, I just want to shine a highlight real quick. James Ro- or what's his name, Duncan Robinson. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that guy. He's the D three player who went to Michigan. I yeah, playing. he like sent a track. message out to some like coach somewhere and asked to be like an assistant because he didn't think that he was going to make it he's past like a college producer and yeah. now he's like a baller in the in the freaking finals so yeah. shout out to that guy dreams come he's just been grinding dude he put his head down and went to work lights out shooter knows his role doesn't love try to, to exceed it. and play outside of himself like yeah. yeah i love the guy yeah also mm-hmm. shout out to tyler hero who single-handedly decimated the acu uh wildcats no kidding March Madness. So, yeah he tore it <laughs> yeah. hayden farquhar should have tried to take him out too oh hayden <laughs> he was getting a little, getting a little Bar- dirty hayden got death threats apparently did y'all hear about oh that oh my gosh yeah he got death threats from i that, mean that he's a pretty competitive guy and like having to compete against guys that are just way bigger, I'm, stronger I'm just than you. Saying, like, what I'm, do you do? I'm kind of sad that they didn't play PJ Washington against us, but he was hurt. <laughs> and they didn't need to play happy him. that they didn't. <laughs> oh, we would have lost by a hundred. It, it would have been so much worse. Well, not but, one other post player they had just decimated us. He had like yeah. 30 and 20 or something. Yeah. It's because oh, well. Farquhar was like the biggest guy that we had. <laughs> yeah. Well, we have the seven footers. We missed, uh, we missed Jelani. The center yeah. seven footer weighs like 150 pounds. Yeah, Hayden's really small. <laughs> but nonetheless, is is there anything else you want to talk about for the NBA Finals? Or are you ready to move on? No, it's not. Uh, I'm ready to move on. I'm excited for it, but I'm I'm good. All right. Well, let's move into kind of talking about how how our predictions went for starts and sits for last week. Uh, John, you picked Gardner Minshew versus <laughs> Miami and Joshua <laughs> Kelly versus the Panthers. We don't not, trust. Not John a good anymore. look. Not a good look. I, my looks are never good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe you just I, need to go with. Uh, let, go ahead and start Ezekiel Elliott, and uh, I'm sure that'll be the one week. I'm going to start fails, starting but... Saquon. He'll have a miracle recovery and come back. <laughs> please, so. please, please! I need that for Dynasty so bad. But yeah, not a good look for John. Uh, hopefully, he can redeem himself. That you picked Mike Davis. I thought that was kind of a okay. uh, you know low hanging fruit, but nonetheless produced with 23 points. He yep. outproduced what he was supposed to. So, I mean, it was yeah. a lot of work, but he did really well. Yeah. So. And honestly, though, if you picked up Mike Davis, if you spent all of your Faber, that number one priority spot, there's a, you're probably going to play him. So, um, yeah. you were rewarded. That's a good call. Uh, Daniel, you picked Tyler Higby, who had eight yep. points. What do you think about eight points? I expected more. I was thinking more it was going to be like a 12 or 13 point. I wasn't sure if that score was going to happen, but I figured regardless, he would get a good amount of yardage. They've kind of been putting a lot of focus on him this season. If you watch the the games against the Rams, like they are putting a lot of emphasis on trying to shut down Tyler Higby because he actually is a really solid player. He hasn't really quite figured out necessarily how to do it now on a consistent basis with the tougher defenses. So I think I think moving forward, you can still probably count on him for that eight. And I think he's going to have a couple more big games throughout the year, but he maybe isn't going to have quite the year that everybody was hoping with the way he performed at the end of last year. Mm-hmm. So. It's not bad for it's not, a, it's not a bust. Not bad for a I think it's about bust, seven or eight or more is, for, is the minimum. Yeah. Uh, it's okay. So I picked uh, Devontae Parker versus Jacksonville and then Mitch Trubisky against Atlanta. So Devontae Parker had 12 points. I don't really consider that a bust. He, I think he had like six for 69. What was uh, he projected? 
Uh, he was projected, I think, around 14 or 15. So he, he missed yeah, it by so about two or three points. Just short. Um, but this is not a bust, but by no means is this like above expectation whatsoever. So uh, he probably didn't lose you your week since you probably weren't expecting a 20 bomb from him anyway. But, um, you know, I'm actually expecting much bigger things. Um, yeah, he's getting the targets. Week, so. So, yeah, he's I mean, getting the targets, which is important. Um, we just need to get him in the end zone. So, yeah. uh, and then Trubisky versus Atlanta. I picked the second one. And while he did get pulled from the game, Nick yeah. Foles is probably going to be the starter moving forward. Mitch Trubisky was actually on pace to have a good fantasy day. He had like, what, a 45-yard rush. Yeah. Um, yeah that was and I think he threw maybe a touchdown. I'm not sure if that's true or not. I don't remember what it was. Um, but nonetheless, I mean, he got pulled in, what was that, the first half, Thatcher? Yeah, it was the first half. So he was actually on pace to have a pretty decent fantasy game, but uh, Matt Nagy was just kind of fed up, so they, they moved on. So um, there's a pretty yeah, decent chance Mitch lost you your week if you played him, but hopefully you didn't have to because it is only it was only week three, so you probably didn't have to stream quite yet. Um, but let's talk about sits. Uh, John, you had I like got one right. Yeah. Even though it. I did play him on my team because I didn't have other options, but yeah. so that was an L. <laughs> and honestly, this was a surprising L because Kenny Galladay did play uh, and yeah. Marvin Jones. They ended up coming back and winning this game, but it wasn't really on the back of Marvin Jones, which surprised me a little bit. I know, what a uh, frustration. I called that, though. TBH, I called that, though. Mm-hmm. Thatcher, you sat AJ Green. He had uh, just below nine points. So, um, yeah, I mean, I thought he was going to get a little less than eight, but. I mean, he still did a little better than I thought, but I mean. Yeah, and honestly, I mean, you probably drafted him to be your third, fourth, or fifth wide receiver, and so he's not really producing above that at this point, so you can't really be frustrated, Um, but I will say that I think that there are possibly brighter days ahead. Uh, Daniel, you picked David Johnson against Pittsburgh. He had just under 13 points. Did that surprise you at all? It, it was an outperformance of what I expected. I think he actually did get a touchdown, which definitely mm-hmm. boosted up those numbers. The The Pittsburgh defense was a little bit questionable at times that game. I think they gave up more points than we would, would have expected as a whole. So, they didn't score in the second half, though. Yeah, they, they did not start very strong at all. They definitely picked things up in the second half. So this one, I didn't expect it to be quite that high. I thought he actually he might not even eclipse 10. So I was a little bit of a – an increase of what I expected, but still not great for what you would hope to get out of a David Johnson. So what I will say though, about the Pittsburgh defense is that they have given up a touching a touchdown to Melvin Gordon and David Johnson in consecutive weeks. The thing is though, is that in regards to fantasy, maybe that's a little, uh, a little, they're not doing as well as you would anticipate, but in real life football, uh, David Johnson averaged less than two yards a carry and um, only had 23 yards in the air. So he kind of just fell into the end zone. Uh, it, it was, was just lucky, all luck. So if he right. doesn't fall into the end zone. I think when we were looking at Mar- or Melvin Gordon, it was kind of a similar deal. He actually exactly. had a little bit better production, but the touchdown saved his day. Exactly. Yeah. All of his stuff was through receptions as well. So. Yeah. So basically, long story short, if your running back doesn't fall into the end zone against the Pittsburgh Steelers, you're probably going to have a bust game from them. So um, Look at Saquon as the example. Yeah, exactly. You heard it here first. Actually, probably. So, I had Deshaun Watson against Pittsburgh. Um, he had 18 points, so not really a bust, but not really a fantastic game. This is about the league average, um, so a, a decent game. Probably not what you'd expect from Deshaun Watson on a season-long pace, but Pittsburgh is a very good defense. But for some reason, they were just allowing uh, Deshaun to throw the ball. I thought that Deshaun was going to be on his back more often than not that game, so I'm surprised that he did as well as he did. But um, nonetheless, Deshaun is a very good quarterback, so he was able to be a magician. So. Um, let's briefly talk about our pick'em scores um, from how we did. So 
Charlie and I both went 11, uh, 11 out of, or 11 wins, five losses. We got, uh, you know, uh, so we are, uh, I'm 75% on the season. Charlie is 73% on the season. Daniel went nine and seven, Thatcher nine and seven. And John finally got past the halfway mark and went nine and seven. So congratulations hey, to John, who, John. Is now, up, John. who is now moved up I tripped into to a nine 52% on the season. Congratulations. <laughs> Thatcher 63%, Daniel 63%. Me. So um, basically, if you're looking for uh, advice, come to me and Charlie. Well, I mean, I guess if you want to know who wins the game, but I'm <laughs> <laughs> on fantasy or whatnot. All right, well, let's let's move on to the Thursday night football game. It, it doesn't even feel like there is a Thursday night football game because these teams are so bad. Oh, yeah, bad. actually tuning into that game. Broncos I versus. I haven't seen any Jets. commercials for it. You normally like see commercials hyping it up. I haven't seen any this week. <laughs> I don't want. The to. only time I've seen a commercial is during an actual game. So. Not exciting. Um, because but... they have no clips to post. Like they normally like show highlights of the players in the game. Who are they going to yeah, show? What highlights you get? <laughs> Braxton Berrios. Yeah, it's going to be freaking Braxton Berrios versus Brett Rippin. Does, so. Do they do they have any shot at winning this game though? Yeah, I mean honestly, I think it's a fifty-fifty shot for both teams because both are very very no, hurt. Jets are gonna Jets are gonna lose, dude. I have no faith in the, no, Jets. the Broncos. Oh, I have zero faith in the Jets. Game. I will say I do think the Broncos will win the game, but it's it's probably going to be like seventeen to fourteen. Yeah, so, it's not be so I see it like seventeen to maybe seven. Did y'all did you see that the over under like freaking like sixty three to fifty six? <laughs> the over under at one point was under forty total points. So Jeez. they basically oh weren't expecting God. either team to break 19 or 20 points. So <laughs> no, um, dude, the Broncos will break it. They've got KJ, they got Terry Judy, they'll break it. Is there anybody you're willing to start in fantasy from these games? Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon, I think, is Melvin a great probably. start. He's Very the fun. only really good start. What do y'all think about Jerry Judy? I would start Jerry Judy. I don't know who the quarterback I, is throwing. I wouldn't sit I wouldn't start KJ unless you don't have the option to. KJ is looking good. I would start Jerry Judy just because he's had flashes of greatness, but I mean he was also battling an injury last week. I don't know who quarterback is, like Charlie said. So I mean Yeah, maybe at a flex. You maybe. hopefully have better maybe. options than Jerry Judy. I think that you can also start <laughs> Noah Fant. <laughs> I think yeah, that you can start hopefully. Noah Fant. Noah Fant is like the yeah. number three tight end on the year, I think. He'll he had get like the 10 targets. targets last week. So yeah. usually yeah. younger quarterbacks like just a big target in the middle who's not going to be super far downfield. So Noah Fant is a good start. Melvin Gordon, maybe Jerry Judy and deeper. And then in ultra deep leagues, you can maybe take a look at starting Braxton Berrios, who for some reason is just falling out right now. I'm not know. starting Braxton Berrios. No, but if you're really struggling, injury I'm not starting Braxton Berrios. I'm also not the guy to listen to, it's, so it's that's <laughs> that's also true. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much all there is about Thursday night football. It's it's not going to be a very it's good a, game. It's a rough week. Hopefully, I was more excited sake... about Browns Bagels than I was this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, I love watching too. Joe Burrow, dude. I'm a yeah, big actually, Joe like he got rocked how the Bengals are playing. Like back. Joe Burrow is a fun quarterback to watch, and he's, he's playing well. for a guy like Joe Burrow. Yeah, he kind of has like they got young wide receivers. They got they're looking good, dude. I mean, Joe Burrow. Yeah, Bengals are sitting. I mean, they're sitting o two and one, but like they're still sitting good. Sitting a lot better than everyone thought they were going to. Sitting better than the Texans and the Vikings. True. Yeah. yeah. True. Definitely. Yeah. Probably. Sitting better than the Jets. 
Honestly, for the sake of Jets fans, I hope that the Jets lose this game. For the, so, for the sake so Adam of Gase gets fired. So do y'all think sorry, that the Jets, Jets are, are rooting, or do y'all think Jets fans are rooting for them to win or lose this game? Lose. I, lose. I mean, lose. I'm a Viking fan. And I'm rooting lose for us to lose every week now. Like, I want. I started Gase rooting gone. for us to lose every game after we lost to the Colts. Like, mm. just Gase the way we leave. look this season, I, dude. I just don't like it at all. I just want a fresh start with a new quarterback. I feel so bad for them until Gase is gone. All right. Well, uh, we're going to move on now to our fun draft. And our draft that we have for you today is we are going to draft movie franchises. So basically this means like you can draft the entire Shrek franchise. Um, You can draft the entire – Yeah. (laughs) Sleeper pick for sure. So uh, we're going to get started. And I'm going to draw from our friendly Olaf bucket. Here we go. The first pick this week is – John. Okay, I drew my name, but I was first pick last cheater, time. Cheater, so. cheater. Okay, here we go. Cheater. It is John. John. Oh, congratulations. Money. I'm going to put my name back in the hat. Here we go. Big money. And mix them around, and I am picking a name out. Daniel, pick number two. Okay. Here we go. This is going to be a, a front I am pick loaded. number three. Of course you are. You don't put my name in there. Thatcher is pick number four. <laughs> Charlie, you are number five. It's what I don't you think you put my name in there. It's what ever. you get for missing out on two. Yeah. Ooh, so. True. Oh. Yeah, I don't think based on attendance. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it's based on attendance. How funny. All right. Well, uh, let's see here. John, you're on the clock. Okay. So I am going to go. Shrek, Shrek. I I debated it. <laughs> but I'm gonna go with the Avengers franchise. Okay, so um, the M- so the MCU, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes. Um. So that's I mean, just gonna. Yeah. How else do you know? Yeah, it's gonna one. grab clear a lot of one. it. It's so successful. I love superhero movies. I cannot turn down the Avengers franchise. Yeah, it's it's that's, definitely that's my favorite. Lock. Mm. It might not be the most popular and critically acclaimed, but there's just so many movies. I don't and care. It's my I favorite. love them. I watched them from the very beginning. It's incredible. Would you rather watch uh, Marvel? Ne- or, like, would you never? Would you rather never be able to watch Marvel again, or never be able to watch The Office again? Oh, The Office. Again, well, that's you, a yeah. TV show to a movie. I, you can't compare a TV show to a movie. Yeah, but it's like what, like eight seasons uh, versus like twenty movies. I, I'm not comparing a TV show to a movie. I'm not wow, doing that. Get out of here. I'm not doing loser. that. No, nope. apples to Daniel. You're on the not. clock. Who is going to be your steal at pick two? There's a lot of good freaking choices. There so is. The I think number is one be was kind of the clear front runner. Number two, there's no like clearly defined one. I feel like there's I, a tier of two that are tied with each other. Interesting. Well, I'm what did you pick? Star Wars. No. Yeah, that's one of them. I've been a Star oh, Wars fan one. since like I was legitimately like not, not even in existence yet. Like. Love Star Wars. Yeah. Gotta take it. And Dude, now with the extra movies that they made too, there's other stuff that's coming out. I think Star Wars is just like, it's on. Uh, I love it. Carson, yeah. number three. Okay, so this is hard. Um, I'm looking at a list because I'm tilting and the list isn't even loading on Google right now. So I'm scrolling <laughs> just a little bit. But I know what the pick has to be. And oh, What is it? If you know what it has to be, what is it? <sighs> okay. All right. Okay. I'm going to go with my heart here. I think that there are two picks right here. I was wrong. There were three between Daniel's Star Wars and then there were two other ones. Okay. 
but one might be better than the other, but I'm going to go with the one that I enjoyed more, and that's going to be Harry Potter. Um, so I'm going to take the uh, Harry Potter franchise. Um, I actually didn't watch those until recently, like I think in what? March. Yeah, I actually, I don't think I watched them until oh, yeah, around you March for the first all. time. You binged them all right and at the I binged them all in like two or three days in a that. row. And they were great. I really, really enjoyed them. So um, It was great. It was great. It was great. Okay, Thatch, you're Thatch, you're up. You have to bet. Uh, I'm going to have to say, this is tough. I, I'm going to have to go with Pirates of the Caribbean series. Really? Okay. Yeah, it's I don't know. I think Disney up. does a really good job of that. Yeah. I'll have to say it. Charlie, you have two back-to-back picks, and you have some like freaking baller picks that have fallen. I know. I think I know one of my favorite series, Jason Bourne. Oh my gosh! Okay, don't you're turning into Thatch right now. That's it. Whoa, those are good movies, dude. There are better franchises ahead of Jason. I honestly did not like the Jason Bourne movies. Well, you're blind. You're you're blind, dude. Well, you have a chance to make it up with your next pick. Who are you taking? Uh. I don't really watch a lot of movies, so I'm just going to go with the movies I actually like to watch. Okay. I like it. Mission Impossible. Dang it, I was hoping that was going to fall to me uh, in a couple rounds. Wait, how many are we going with? Three or four? Can we just do four. three or four? Let's, let's do four. four. We won't do five. There's yeah. There's, there's plenty so to do five, but let's keep it to no, all we'll do only. four. We'll all right. back. My turn, right? Yeah, yep, you're on the clock, Thatch. Oh, uh, Fast and Furious. Okay. Oh, that's a good one. No! It's, it's good. It's so okay. good. They're all the say, same, and I love them all. I got to say that I actually really, really don't like this movie franchise very much. I thought it was overrated. Wait, and you're going to take it? I'm going to take it because it has a lot of star what power, it? and it's what potentially it? one of the greatest franchises of all time. I'm taking Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I was thinking dude. that. I was going to be my, my third. I can't Thank believe you don't like Lord of the Rings, dude. I love I Lord of the Rings. Good. I went into love. it thinking it was going to be like an action love movie. Lord. No. But it's not really – it's like it's more about like adventure and friendship. Yeah. And so I was yeah. just caught off guard and I didn't enjoy it. You don't it. like I will adventure say, and friendship? Cinematic brilliance ahead of huh. its time. Yes. The CGI it's was incredible. incredible. Jinx. It still stands up. It yeah, literally will stand up for forever. It's very, very well done. I just didn't enjoy it that much. But nonetheless, I took it. Dan, you're on the clock. You have Star Wars. What's your next pick? This is tough. Um, man, I, really, I, really I have one that I really want to follow. going to creep me. back up to me. You know what? I love these movies, too. I'm taking them. I'm going with Toy Story. Okay. Oh. Dang it. That's a good Dude, one. And number four was actually not bad. I was really worried that when you make another movie, like, they'd already ended. Number four like was really – I really love number four. All right, so my so I got a swing here. So my first one's gonna be John Wick. Love those movies. Oh, I knew Great. that. Oh. After the movies. Born, I knew the John Wick was coming. Love those movies. And then I'm gonna follow up with another superhero franchise. I'm gonna go with the Dark Knight trilogy. Oh, yeah. dang it! Okay, good sleeper pick. Definitely. I kind of forgot about that. I was so focused on DC, which is kind of a, a load of crap, that I forgot about like nope. the Dark Knight. No, nope. yeah. I got all those so CDs, good. dude. You got all of those. Daniel, you are on the clock. Mm. Dude, there's so many good movie franchises. Oh, we could so honestly go like eight rounds. I know this is tough. I didn't. Daniel didn't prepare. prepare. I didn't prepare this much. You guys took some of these ones. I didn't even think we we're gonna make it. No. There's still some good ones left. There is. There's some really good ones left. There's so many good ones. Oh my goodness. <sighs> some of these I haven't even seen. I, I need to add them to my list. 
I have a long list that I of movies that I'm probably never gonna watch that are just like right below Daniel. that interest level. Daniel, what are you going with? Uh, Daniel's gonna go with the Conjuring universe. He's a big scary movie guy. Ooh. Are you actually or insidious? Uh, insidious we're doing four rounds, right? Yeah, we're doing yeah. four. Honestly, we could go like ten, but Yeah. Do we don't need to I'm though. I think No, nah, we're going four. <sighs> Shoot, I'm going back and forth between these two. Gut check right here. Come on. Gun to your head. You gotta Come take on. one. Daniel. I'm gonna time you out. Daniel. Okay, my gut says let's go X Men, and that includes uh, specifically all one. like the the Wolverine movies, which are actually yeah, some best for parts sure. of it. For sure. Like, and you get standalone movies. Hugh Jackman's incredible. Does he get Deadpool though? I mean, it's I'm the it's one. X-Men. Technically, it's X Men. Yeah. yeah, that's like my favorite movie. He's like okay. an extension part of it. That that's, was that was the okay. part that actually that's a little bit of a stretch, made, but I'll allow they it. They made jokes about it in the movie about yeah. the other X Men universe, it, yeah. that, and they yeah. cameoed in it. Yeah. All right. Well, there are <sighs> some there. really hard hitting ones still left on the board. Well, then what are I'm going to take one that I grew up really enjoying. I'm going to go with the James Bond franchise. Oh dang it! That was the other one I was dang deciding between. Profanities. We are a clean family-friendly podcast. Thank you, John, for leaping yourself out. <laughs> all right. I'm glad you all like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, profanities. All right, Dash. You're on the clock. What's your third pick? I didn't know if I was going to be our first bleep button or uh... <laughs> for I'm a draft pick. <laughs> I thought I was going to fall, bro. Take Shrek. Do it. You won't. No. Because my... My heart says Transformers. I'm going to go with Transformers. Okay. It's on the list. It's good, lower yeah. on the list, but one it's a good two, one. It's good. Thatcher, I want to say you haven't bombed this draft yet. So you're on. <laughs> you're on. Yeah, there's it's still like, a chance. Honestly, like, I can't believe I just said that because it's basically Thatcher's throwing a no-hitter and you, and you can't jinx it. So Transformers. Is, I think is, you're going to like my last pick. You, you got to like my last pick. We'll All right, see. Charlie, we'll you got a swinger. Maybe I'll hate Charlie, you got a swing to. All right, I'm going to go with one of my favorite new movies. Um. Well, it's not new. Well, some of them are, but Rocky. Aladdin. Okay, Rocky. Rocky, Rocky is oh, a dang it. Are you freaking yeah. kidding me? That's up there, yeah. It's Dude, the one. new Creed movies were I good. I know, yeah. the new Creed ones are good. Yeah, the Creed's are good. Um, you got a last pick, Chuck. And my last one. Don't do it, Chuck. It's just such a classic. At least the first one in the series is just such a classic. Die Hard. Oh, dang it. Probably you literally are pissing me off. You're taking all my stuff. <laughs> Surely. I have no never had anything better than the fourth overall pick. I am making Dude, our friendship is in jeopardy. <laughs> Great pick though. Holy but I respect moly. Picks. Die hard was I was hoping it was gonna come back to me. I thought that was so good. All right, Thatch, you got one last pick. I wanna hear it. Let's see what let's see what you think. Let's see uh, if you take I've got it. a really good honorable mention, but um, we'll no save that until the end. Save that until I the will. end. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, Jurassic Park. Okay, Dude. that was That's on a, my list. Thatch, you made yeah. it. I thought like, you were gonna go with the SpongeBob. Thatch, you Dude, made respectable picks. Like botch this, dude. So I, there's no way. Yeah. Well, I'm glad this is. I'm I'm glad you didn't suck totally for this draft. <laughs> okay, so, so I'm looking it. at a couple right now, and this is really really hard. Um, but it's it's pretty much between two. Oh no, it's between three. Oh my goodness. Hey, last pick, you can spoil. Dude, this is so hard. True. Okay, spoil. I'm not going to lie. One of the picks that I was thinking about, I straight up just am having a brain fart right now. Oh, and so I'm looking for sucks. it. Nope. But there nope. are two. Oh man, there are so many good picks. Holy moly. Okay. Okay, I just have to go with the ones that I actually enjoyed. 
Oh, but actually, okay, I enjoyed all of these. Okay, I, I think that you have to go with one of the most iconic movies of all time. And I think that you, I, I also drafted this in our, in our fantasy draft. Um, so I'm going to take Back to the Future. That's a good call. That's a, it's, an old, a it's an oldie, but that's a good one. Such a classic. Yeah, the it old honestly movies holds are up, some of the so. best movies. The new movies, sure. kind of, newer movies kind of suck. A lot of the same stuff. All right, Daniel, uh, round us out with yours, and then John will have the final pick of the draft. Yeah. I went back and forth. Charlie took literally all these sleeper ones that I definitely thought were coming back. So this one's still really good. I'm going to go with the Indiana Jones. Series. Oh, I made a mistake. No, I should have taken Indiana Jones. That was definitely my honorable mention. Yeah. Profanities, dude. Because you did that, I'm taking Shrek as my last one. Are you serious right now? Yeah, I am taking <laughs> okay. Shrek. I actually I, love I was going to do so Indiana Jones, Shrek, Indiana but because he did that, I'm doing <laughs> Shrek. I was oh between. I don't care. I'm committing to it. Wow, I'm I sticking like, with it. I watched a lot of budget. <laughs> <laughs> I will never okay, not so, laugh at a Shrek movie. Wait, dude. rapid honorable mention round. Go. Jaws, Hunger Games, Twilight. Hunger Games. <laughs> I didn't like Hunger Games. Yeah, Lion King. Despicable Me. Just, I love Despicable Me. Terminator. Terminator. Purge movies were very good. Dude, Ghostbusters. Spider-Man is its own thing. And Spider-Man Man, yes. yes. That'd be the If you ball. selected the, the standard. Avatar. The Blue Animal Avatar Lector. people. Bruce Blue Avatar people only had one movie. National Lampoon. movie hasn't come out yet. Oh, that's they fair. They only that's had fair. one movie, idiot. The National idiot. Lampoon. <laughs> Rush oh. Hour. Dude, oh, there's dude, so Rush. many freaking. <laughs> Independence yeah. Day. Hulk. Or, or not uh, the Hulk. The uh, Conjuring. Hulk. Hulk uh, hangover. Oh yeah, Hangover. Hangover, <laughs> Hangover Bad Boys. Oh, yeah, National yeah, we Treasure. get it. There's tons and tons. There's we could have gone ten points. rounds deep, dude. Tons and tons. I never actually uh, seen Mad Max movies. Mad Max, dude, yeah. they're actually pretty good. They're the really new one, they good. did a really good job too. The new one is really good. It's got Tom Hardy, Hardy and yeah, yeah that was kind of I'm one of pretty... his big breakout movies when he like yeah. all of a sudden like like he became a. Star. He started starring in everything. Apparently, it was rated Charlie's number one movie franchise on Business Insider. Oh wow. Apparently, Charlie Theron and Tom Hardy hate each other now because of that movie, though. So, I've heard that actually. Yeah. But I mean, how I many movies are they actually going to star in together after yeah, that? Yeah, probably so none. It so. doesn't really matter. Whatever. Anyways, uh, John, you had, uh, let's see here, you had the Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, John Wick, Dark Knight trilogy, and Shrek. Daniel had Star Wars, mm. Toy Story, X Men, and Indiana Jones. I had Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, James Bond, and Back to the Future. Thatcher had Pirates of the Caribbean, Fast and Furious, Transformers, and Jurassic Park. And Charlie wrapped us up with Jason Bourne, Mission Impossible, Rocky, and Die Hard. So these are some pretty star-studded Charlie has movies. a theme to his. Mm. They're all the same except for Rocky. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I yeah, know, which, which movie series am I going to binge out on tonight and be late for work? <laughs> that's fair. Well, these are some pretty fun movies. I have some new ones I need to watch now that are on this list. But anyways, that's going to be it for this week on the Benchwarmers and Waterboys podcast. Oh, just kidding. We have another episode that we're going to record. There's a second episode this week for the next few weeks during the NFL season. So this is the end of the first episode of the week. So anyway, thanks for joining us on the the other order, but that'd be weird. Yeah, that would be weird. Please don't do that because now I'm going to be embarrassed finishing this. (laughs) Make sure to check us out on social media at the Waterboys on Twitter, where you can stay up to date and never miss a show while you're at it. If you enjoyed the show, We'd appreciate a rating and review on iTunes or just tell a friend, uh, tell them to listen to it, force them to download it on their phones. 
um, force, force it to listen them. to it. Exactly. But not Always, in a weird way. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. With their consent, force it on them. Yeah. John, John nailed it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, tell <laughs> tell a friend, um, vote on our polls, get involved. We want to hear from you on Twitter. So um, thanks again for joining us on this episode of the Bench Warmers <laughs> and Water Boys podcast. We'll see you on the next episode. <laughs> the longest outro ever. You're welcome. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye.